0: It's LeBac and Gaz. Happy football Sunday! Uh, football is already occurring. It is the uh, Broncos just took a fourteen ten lead over the Jags in uh, in jolly old England Town? And uh, we're here. Uh, well, I'm here. You're there. You you look. Oh my God, Gaz! You I have the perfect freaking Halloween costume for you. Chiefs hat, Chiefs shirt, pair of glasses. Your hair is so short right now. You look like Andy Reid.
1: That is terrible. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> I had this, hello, cheerio, fish and chips, Peppa <laughs> I was all excited to do my stupid English accent to lead off the show, and instead of insulted for Halloween, I looked like a, it, a large Reed, pumpkin. Reed, one of the greatest what head coaches know, in the history yeah.
0: of the NFL. Come
1: on. Big mustache. He's Portly. Oh, now Portly's bad.
0: Mm, how dare you? I was at how tailgate, dare you? I was,
1: at, I was at the tailgate for Syracuse, and I'm sure we'll get to this later on, that well, lot my buddy is like, oh, hey, man, you got a haircut. That's cool, man. Oh, look, yeah, you got a new hairdo going. I go, yeah, I asked for the father of two, and this is what they gave me. Here it is. <laughs> great. father of two look. great. <laughs>
0: Terrible. I can see you just walk around with a big cheeseburger. Draw, and because of the new commercial, you can draw mustaches on anybody who falls asleep, and it's just part of your costume. It's just of part it. of your costume. <laughs> part of two. I'll tell you right now. Well, I It'd be great. You you're you're missing the you're missing the boat on this one, Uh NFL football. Sunday. again. Go ahead, do your Peppa Pig crap that you like to do. Hello,
1: cheerio, fish and chips, we're live from London time. Here we are. Hello, hello, hi, cheerio, fish and chips. Here I am.
0: Did you hear the lengths they had to go to to get the turf right? No. So like in, you know, historically speaking, the soccer turf is not the pitch, is not really conducive to to NFL action. So like this time. They they said that this is like the most immaculate field like any of these guys have ever played on. I guess months ago, a bunch of the Jag staff flew over, helped plant the seeds they would need for this game, and then have been like monitoring how it's been growing. No one's been on this field in like three days. This is the first like so so it's like it's like a pristine, perfectly groomed NFL field in the middle of, of England.
1: Good enough for the king and queen. Oh, Joe, hello, on the pitch, That's now, now, I'm
0: now, do, now do that as Andy Reid
1: on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a,
0: a different English accent that just sounded like it's a different angry. Andy Reid. It's yeah. not the Andy Reid you're thinking of, it's Andy Reid from England. You know, Andrew you know, Reid. <laughs> God. Oh man. You might as well you might as well get in. Here come, They're coming for you already. Before we get in the NFL, no, action, Sean Pugley, how could you? Good you. Sweatshirt. I like to give Sean Martin a hard time because he's also a Raiders fan. And he drafted every Raider in the entire uh Godzilla football fantasy football league. So I I have none. And uh so I give him a hard time, but he's he's got a point.
1: Why are you wearing a loser shirt? You know what? Let's you know what? we'll get back to the London. Let's talk about it. We can't even tease them. Let's get into the college football stuff. Out of the game. My God, what the hell happened yesterday with Syracuse? Here, the first play of the game, LeVac, You and I have been to Syracuse Notre Dame games before. Notre Dame again. It's a national brand. They traveled. I'm right for the second time. For the oh, second no. time, I've seen Syracuse Notre Dame. I'm right next to the Notre Dame fans again. Again. If you go you, back and watch, were the you televisions- near
0: the band? Because remember, the band was the worst. The band, the band? was the worst it was it was horrendous i hated it
1: i was walking up to the the hill there and i was like my dad actually asked me do you think they traveled the band again i have to sit next to the band i'm like no i don't think no. so I, I think but the band did not travel but i'm next to the notre dame fans first play of the game a pick six. First play of the game a pick mm. six that's the whole the whole not thing good. Fell that's off. not good no after that like the whole vibe was different and Syracuse's defense is played as well as it could Sean Tucker got the ball but again like Dino Babers has been able to recruit he's been able to coach up an X's and O's game I don't know what happens when it comes to time management and clock management I don't know if it's just his big it is his biggest weakness I know that yeah Syracuse is down a touchdown uh Notre Dame's gonna get the second half kickoff they got the ball at midfield with a minute 40 to go they have Sean Tucker in the backfield they decide to go five wide first play incomplete pass second play five wide again incomplete pass third and eight or excuse me third and ten they give it to tucker he gets two yards then they decide to go for it they're like no times come off the clock they don't get it notre dame down the field 21 7 base of the game's over so all right
0: where where do you stand on your cues now because going into the clemson game you know you were I think you I think somewhere in the back of your brain you are holding out hope for like that fourth playoff spot. Like at that, at that moment, like you know, as, as crazy as of, of a leap from where the season began to where that would have been, you were undefeated, you were beating good talent. If you beat Clemson, you have to at least be in the conversation of a top five team. The Clemson thing happens. You fell off a little bit, but you're like you're already kind of sitting there going, Yeah, we're a two lost team. That's it. Are you still a two loss team?
1: Uh, I don't feel as confident in that anymore. Uh, in the in the post game press conference, you know Babers on the radio side talked about how Garrett Schrader got taken out in the second half. He said the reason why Schrader and I'm I'm trying to remember the exact quote, so I'm just gonna give a summary of it. He was like a boxer in the ring, and he told him the fight's over. Like Schrader, I guess may or may not have hit an injury in the Clemson game from the coaches oh. up until the entire week of practice, and then he went into this game against Notre Dame injured already, a foot injury. He described it on the post game like Tua. So Matt Park quickly, the broadcaster, said, is this a head injury? He said no. So he saw how Strader was playing, yanked him out of the game. So when that happens, you wonder if he aggravated it more. Whatever the case is, Syracuse played the game with a backup quarterback in the second half who played very well and a backup punter, and that actually hurt them later on. So, yeah, if you tell me you've got to take on Wake Forest, Pittsburgh. Uh, Boston College stinks, but a lot of your games are still against really tough opponents. I think it's far less likely Syracuse will be in contention for an ACC title game appearance. And it's between a Northeast bowl game or a Florida bowl game at this point.
0: I don't know. Wake Forest looked a little bit like poopy yesterday too, though. I know that was one of the ones you were giving a loss to. I just didn't, they weren't very impressive yesterday.
1: No, they stunk and that helped out a lot. They got smacked by Louisville When it comes to the stainings. That's really good. That'd be really cool if, when the bowl projections come out today, if Syracuse is projected for the Orange Bowl. I think North Carolina is going to be in that mix somewhere, too. Uh, the floor, I, Of course, I forgot Florida State. They're also really good. I would still say they're a Florida, like a, a Tampa Bay, like a camping World cheese-it bowl team, which is cool. Uh, a a I don't game think they, that you'd
0: like to go to kind of thing? Is that where yes, you're Yes, yeah. I think, think more at?
1: of an icon. And with no disrespect to the pinstripe bowl or the Fenway bowl, the later you play or closer you play to new year's day seems more of an accomplishment for the season than away from it
0: all right so wait let's let's uh let's let's do the exercise so you're you're six and two you go to pit next week what are you uh
1: if schrader's not playing at six and three
0: then you host Florida state
1: uh Probably an L in that one, too.
0: Oh my god! All right, uh, at Wake
1: Forest, win
0: Wake Forest okay, got pounded. Okay.
1: That's a win, and Boston College is a win. So, eight and four is realistic. Eight and four, I think you might be wrong on who you lose to, but I think eight and four is really reasonable. I think you can still beat Pitt. I do on Florida- the road at Pitt, a team who's played really well. Florida State's quarterback, you and I both like Travis, he's awesome, man. He's really yeah. good. They got the Jared Verse, shout out to you, Albany. Still tearing it up right now. Great Dane's got a huge win at home. Huge dominating yeah.
0: win. I like I like saying this about a about a a win like this one where you go, all right, you know, good 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 W, everybody. Wait, way to go. We looked really strong out there in our uh, what, what was the final score on that damn thing? 40 something uh I got I, 59 I to
1: 14 against Stony Brook.
0: 59 14. The apple comes home, the whole nine. And yeah, 59-14. It wasn't as close as the score as the score uh, portrays it. So the, that fourteen was. The, I guarantee somewhere in Great Daneland, there's a conversation of that should have been a zero. <laughs> <laughs> for real, not That's, for the players. Uh... The players, you say, great job, guys. The coaches, like, all right, everybody, good job. Let's tear this down. How the hell we get with two touchdowns? <laughs>
1: This could have been t- coaches love doing this, right? Like that's our best game all season. We haven't played our best game all season. They just did that. But what if we had just done a few of those things during the year? You know, what if we had won some of these overtimes, these two point conversions and everything else for you all already? Yeah, that could have been a better win loss season for the great things. I know they've got some games left, but back to the Syracuse thing, eight and four awesome season, realistic Florida bowl game, whether it's whatever cheese at bowl, uh, the Holiday Bowl in San Diego would be cool, something like that. That is still on would the table go? for Syracuse. Well, uh, you can't, can you? I I would try to go. If it's like the Orange Bowl, I will do everything in my effort to go. I would like to do everything in my effort to go to one more bowl game before it's probably very less likely I'll ever go to one for a long time Sweet, after that.
0: Sweetie, can I rub your feet? Can I rub your feet? Why, why leave you alone, Thomas? Can I? Do you want breakfast in bed? It's three in the afternoon. You, you, what won't you believe want? This. <laughs> somehow
1: a plane just showed up and someone bought me a ticket i have to go i mean i can't not get on this plane to florida what happens i can I see know. it
0: on our credit card what are you
1: talking about <laughs> <laughs> i'd go business with this expense
0: i'd go with you <laughs> All right, i'd go cool. I'll, nice. here's what you do give me the money don't tell her i'll buy everything and it'll look like it looks like i gave you as a gift
1: oh thank you uh-huh. Levesque. Yeah, Levesque. Yeah, right. you won't believe it levac in a 16 parlay and said he wants to yeah. spend it on me
0: Right. Nice and, of yeah, them. Because it's gonna be entirely too difficult to get tickets to wherever Michigan's playing. Um, so we decided to go to Syracuse. What, so all right, so bowl predictions come out today. What do you know what time?
1: Uh it's uh, probably about twenty minutes, noon. All different outlets do it at different times. Sporting news, our pal, Bill Bender, ESPN, Bill CBS. Bender. I would okay. say right around noon the bowl projections would come out. I'm hoping Syracuse, because of that wake loss, is higher now ranked in the stadiums. I think that's possible. We'll see. Yeah, I think I have an idea of where they're going to reject Michigan.
0: I'm just going to I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't College football one. playoff? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of questions there. Even Corey, and I agree. We all know what happened to Michigan. Go Blue. I, I, <laughs> I actually I, didn't I, think they looked as good as they could have against Sparty.
1: Yeah. Here's the amazing part about that Michigan game, and I had this on the list of stuff in my notes here for Michigan. This probably will never happen, ever, especially for big programs like Ohio State, Michigan, Bama. Is Michigan's best player their kicker? Is Moody their best player? I know he's the All American. He's everything else. He's one of the best college kickers. And maybe it's recency bias. I don't think so. He's the best player on the team. He don't. He don't miss. He don't miss, as Twitter likes to say. He's. He's not. I mean, he's very good.
0: And as a Michigan fan, it's pretty amazing to have that dude who can go out there and just bury kicks for you. But I don't think he's the best player. I mean, let's let's. Let's be realistic about, about this. Like if you could, if you could show up in Ann Arbor with, you know, old school style, black man, Blair and Metallica, and abduct one of these guys and not go to jail for it, you're taking Blake Corum <laughs> you're, you're, or, yes. or, or, or big old Moxie or whoever. Like you're that defensive front is filthy, nasty, considering you lost Aiden Hutchinson and, and, and Everett. like, like that's, that's pretty stellar. The center is a young kid. He's, I mean, the whole team is, is, is pretty stacked. You're seeing the, the hardball influence, the kicker. You're not like, I, I think the only places that would like, abduct the kicker would be like, you know, the Bama's of the world who are like, they can just like Saban can walk outside the facility and go, Hey, I need somebody with four, two speed and four guys from the, you know, the, the Bama area roll up. Like <laughs> they take off their Denny's like, uh, apron. They were just, uh, Oh, what's up? What you need coach? Roll tide. like, like that's those are the only ones who would take the kicker first.
1: All right, fine. That's that's good. And, and you know like, what? How, how jealous that we are of Nick Saban just be able to roll out of his bed and find Dude. players like that.
0: Well, uh, it's it's so real though, because like all right, think about this, right? You you've seen the Albany Empire open tryouts, and there's we get some good athletes. The Columbus Lions open tryouts. Like, not everybody could catch some other stuff. There was some stuff. Like, it's not, there was, you know, whatever. But every one of those dudes is running, like, mid-four speed. Every single guy who showed up was, like, fast as hell. Or this big old dump truck of a dude who was going to get out there and, and, like, road grade people. It was, like, 30, 40 people showed up like that. So, it's 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 different in the south. It's different.
1: Built different. That's right.
0: Uh, Back to your... Uh Uh-oh. He's froze. You, like, no, you no, no. God, I'm now. sorry. I'm
1: sorry. No, no. That was my fault. There's, there's no Wi-Fi connection there. It was me being an idiot and hitting too many buttons. Uh, about the Michigan thing, you know, Michigan State, it actually looked like talent on talent. I know the last couple of years, Michigan State's had some like really good players. Michigan just looked better. I know they didn't yeah. play like you know touchdown-wise and numbers-wise. No, they, 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 they slacked. They yeah. looked like they took it easy on them almost. Yep. And it goes back to some of those heartbreaking losses that Michigan had, especially even last year where – Michigan's got that 16-point lead, and Kenneth Walker the third just goes off and puts his name in the discussion. He's one of the best running backs in the country last year. Michigan is rolling. They're good. It's cool, like the expectation is changing. I have a theme, though, Levec, and I wonder if this bothers you as a person who watches Big Ten football. Everything bothers me. I, I, actually, I actually thought about this yesterday. I wonder if even the casual college football fan is bothered by this. All right, so Tommy DeVito for Illinois, he is a 24-year-old quarterback. Yeah. Aiden O'Connell for Purdue is a 24 year old quarterback. Yeah. Hendon Hooker, Tennessee smoked Kentucky yesterday. Tennessee is awesome to watch. They are—I've called them Baby McNabb on this show before. He's also 24 years old. You're getting the theme here, right? Like Syracuse, if they had Chris Elmore their fullback, they'd be a whole different team. He's 24. So we've got sixth year guys, grown ass men. Is that Dragon? Drogon. Jorgon. Drogon's made an appearance. We got grown-ass men playing college football this year, and not just playing, having huge impact roles on these teams. Is it fair? Is that the storyline of 2022's college football season? The year of the old men in their dominating college football? The cat's trying to eat the headphone wires. BYU's Um, like, we have no problem with this, by (coughs) the way. BYU people. Yeah, BYU's like, crap, they're onto us.
0: Um, I, I think so, because, again, like, you weren't good enough to go pro. And and if we're going to get closer and closer, just straight up admitting the fact that every single one of these college programs is an NFL feeder program, which we are now because now we got name, image, and likeness, all that stuff. That's what they're there for, and and see if they can if they can get that gig. And remember, it's a little different now. Like you're not going to have this big of a discrepancy unless there's another COVID outbreak. So it's a little different, but it's you know it's using the system appropriately. And it's always funny to me because back in my day, the biggest fear was if you, if you shortened how long you had to be in college, we'd have a bunch of kids in the NFL. Now it's, wait a minute. Why do we have a bunch of adults in college football? <laughs> like It's just, <laughs> it's, it's the way of the world, man. It's, and it'll go away. It'll be fine. This is a trend. Most like Chris Winky was the only guy I can think of before recent history, that was like, you know, applying for his AARP card the same time he was, you know, about to get the Heisman. But like, this is, this is just a, this is just a flash in the pan, but God bless these programs for being smart enough to take advantage of it. You everybody, bring these guys in and keep them.
1: Yes. And everybody wants to complain about something, like, especially in 2022. when you have so many outlets to complain about anything, whether it's sports, whether it's politics, whether it's entertainment, people love to complain. It feels like, and it, this is a rarity in 2022. You, I'm so glad you mentioned Chris Winkie because I can remember when Winkie was playing that people complained that he was playing because he was really right. a pro athlete. He was playing minor league baseball. Right. They're like, wait a second. How is this truly a pro athlete allowed to play against teenagers? Jason White's the other one. Yes. Jason White in Oklahoma was in like past his mid twenties. And just for the Heisman conversation, Larry Fitzgerald lost the Heisman to a grown man. And Larry Fitzgerald, because of his prep school junior college stint, he was truly a true sophomore in college, years and age. So he was 20 years old. The best player in college at a 20-year-old, a Hall of Famer, one of the great receivers of all time. And I wonder if analytics will tell us one day he might be the greatest ever at wide receiver. Lost to Jason White. And people complained, and rightfully so. I just haven't <laughs> seen a lot of complaints yet, and especially college football fan. Who wants to have everybody fired in irrational? I'm surprised we haven't seen more complaints, and maybe it's what you led off with. Everybody's under the same rules, right? Like, everybody had a chance to have 6 year guys. This is not unique to Tennessee or Illinois or Syracuse. Like they just you all the right one. done the same thing, exactly right.
0: Also, like the Jason White one is always interesting to me because, like, wasn't he on like his fifth cadaver knee or something? like by the time <laughs> he was in college. Yes. If I remember correctly, he had like no knees left. Because I remember like going like going to my dad, like, where do you think he's going to go in the draft? This side of my dad going, in the draft. He'll be lucky to be able to walk off the field when this thing's over. <laughs> like, and I was like, but he's playing so good. He goes, yeah,
1: wait. <laughs> <laughs> ben and Hooker, thing, too. I'm like, he's clearly the best quarterback for the next level. He's clearly, I, what am I missing here? And then finally, 24 years old, I figured it out. Okay, this is this. Yep, this is it. Yeah. And then jason white's using a walker to get off the field like you, you and your dad noticed 20 years ago that's exactly right <laughs> it makes too much sense man uh ohio state penn state by the way one other thing ohio state's and penn state and michigan that whole big 10 man we are lining up for buckeyes wolverines no trap games i want to see another undefeated undefeated ohio state and michigan game i want that to be like the mike hart troy smith 06 game that i know you remember well probably a a personal oh, yeah. foul might have cost the Wolverines in that game. A great college football game. We might be pacing towards that here coming up in November.
0: Well, I think I think it's you know everything ebbs and flows, right? So, Urban Meyer, all you know, the, all the dirty dealers they they owned they owned Michigan, they owned Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh owns Day. I think he's going to seize the day because I just don't think Ryan Day is as, like I think I think two things. I think Ryan Day might almost be coaching fairly. Which is saying something. And then on top of that, I just don't think he's as good as his predecessor. So it's time. Like Michigan gonna gonna just, just stomp all over the Buckeyes? Like I got I got Coach Hal from Fogs Automotive already giving me crap about Ohio State. Michigan already starting. He started Coach, hate week already. Coach Hal's
1: an Ohio State fan.
0: Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah. Nobody's perfect, guys. Like he, you knew there had to be a flaw. You knew. He's, he's too he's too good of a man. He's too nice of a guy. I, I you know he's one of my favorite people. Couldn't he couldn't be perfect? So you had you knew there was going to be something wrong with him, and it turns out it's a major blemish. You know what what he knows about pre-owned vehicles and football as as a regular like as a coaching guy and administrative things as far as school systems go. He's he's amazing. Uh, what he knows about fandom of college football. He's you know he's mm, illiterate. I would say what where I, what I would
1: put it. But he'll, you know, that's fine. That's fine. he'll find out. He'll find out. I'm curious. We got to flip back to Mr. Unlimited and the Broncos nice. Jags in London. I want to get to all that, but first, I want to give love to our friends over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Lily and David. David, that's right. Cheerio, hello, Alyssa. Hello, David. <laughs> Head over maybe after the one o'clock window today, stop into Lily and David Fine Jewelers. The time is running out. We've got two days left here in October to celebrate the 10th year, the celebration of Lily and David Fine Jewelers, open for a decade now. And now to celebrate that great milestone, you can get up to 60% off pieces of jewelry if you stop into Lily and David Fine Jewelers, Route 50, the shops of Wilton, and take care of her this upcoming November and December. Now you hear that, we're like, guys, it's October. What do you mean, November, December? Buy your gift now for the holiday season. If you've got that, Wedding that happens later in the year, the anniversary gift, get the discount for yourself. You don't have to tell her how it happened. Lily and David (laughs) Fine Jewelers will help you find exactly what she's looking for. I know from experience, the wedding band, the engagement ring, and more holiday gifts, thanks to Alyssa and David and the crew at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Do the same for yourself. Support a family-owned and operated business who have continued to help people across the Capital Region and upstate New York to find those great memories and moments these upcoming great holidays and more. Lillian David Fine Jewelers celebrating 10 years and you can take advantage of the great deals going on right now route 50 the shops of Wilton we stop in tell me heard about Gaza's story, Lovack's story, all the nonsense we do right here on levac and Gaza.
0: Speaking of nonsense before you get to Mr. Unlimited um I'm I'm completely uncomfortable with all these really attractive like female football insiders who have who have felt the need to dress like like male coaches this year for halloween everyone <laughs> knows hollow it's hoochie ween like we want hoochie hoochie uh, annie agar is out there It's ann campbell you know and then i just saw i, I don't remember which rachel she, bonetta
1: is out there with the beard again is she the one on
0: nfl network yes she's as brian dable
1: yeah, I think that might oh. be her. I know she was doing something else too. Yeah, she's had she a couple was, of coaches. The, the
0: ones walking around looking like Brian Dable, and it's like it's almost like if you took one of those Russian dolls, she'd be like three down from Dable, but she'd be it. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's my Neanderthal brain cannot process these beautiful women with with full facial hair. It's just not. I'm not built for it. And it, listen, before before you send your hate mail, no, I love it. So just go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Come on! I'm like i was sitting there it's on ended. Instagram last night, just waiting, just like, come on, girls, Hoochie Ween, let's go, start posting, post them. This is what the Grams for. Right. I'll, like, I'll send
1: you some likes my way, no problem. Right.
0: I would, like, and again, if, if you're going to be an NFL coach, every costume has to have one word in front of it. Slutty. So Slutty NFL coach. <laughs> is slutty priest. Slutty nun. Like I'm not. You know, I don't it's, listen. It's Halloween. It's expected. I, I think you're allowed to do it. I, don't, I think it's 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 part of the process.
1: I don't know who started the trend. I don't know who started the idea of, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought there about Halloween. Oh my God. But I just lost it. What am I just going to talk about? Why
0: everything went hoochie.
1: Oh my God. I'm just, I just, I'm going to have to go back to it. Levesque. I've rarely, you don't ever have the hair to hold the thoughts in. No, it's, <laughs> it's just, it that's, why that's why I wear the
0: hat. So I wear the hat. I don't want to vent my, my genius Damn. into the air. It's not going to, it's not good for you
1: i don't even remember it was something about halloween and something about how people dress on halloween it was a trend that was oh oh thank you i remembered it no one's helped me remember this. who started the trend of the halloween's is it spirit halloween photoshopping people oh, onto that i love it i love it though. it's so good it's amazing whoever thought of that you deserve some like talent fee commission it's the most overused thing this year on halloween the spirit Photoshop. You sent me the Russell Wilson one yesterday. Yeah,
0: well, there's the Russell Wilson one and then the, the Raiders one is what got me started because again, I feel I feel attacked but uh, the, the Russell Wilson one is let's see. So Russell Wilson uh, it's, it's the unbearable quarterback it includes Broncos Jersey airplane exercises spicy sandwich unlimitedness Wolverine blood lack of vision not included celebrity wife red zone efficiency and future songs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, what is what wrong with him? What? If, if, if everybody's probably seen the story by now of him getting up in the middle of a flight to London and doing high knees, and people were serious. It wasn't him just like trying to get the pub from the media. KJ Hamler, his wide receiver, his teammate said, "Yeah, this was happening." I am at an a point now, Levac, and you brace yourself for this. Uh-oh. There is no way, no way, that me, who is ripped constantly jj watt on this show about lee look at me look at me i'm going to the gym i'm posted. look how hard i'm working i cannot ever not rip apart russell wilson if i've hated on jj watt he is taking the jj watt stuff to a whole new level
0: but see here's the thing like like what jj watt is is just an over personification of what he really is like he he's just showed like Everything J.J. Watt posts is based on what J.J. Watt would be doing that day. Like, you don't like it because he's looking for attention, but like J.J. Watt posts, signed a contract, went to the gym because that's exactly what he was going to do anyway. It's just now there's a platform, and now the people at uh, – who's he with, Nike Under Armour? I don't even freaking know. We'll say Under Armour for, for, for shits and giggles. The people at Under Armour are like, good job, man. Good job. Way to go. Yeah, good job. Good job. Russell Wilson is a fraud. He is a fake. He is insane. He's a robot that needs an oil change. Like there is there's the guy is it's almost criminal what's happening with him. Someone someone needs to pull up next to him and like go, "What are you really?" And when he goes, "I'm uh packing peanuts. Like I'm styrofoam. I'm <laughs> I'm plain popcorn with no butter and no salt." And then go, "Okay, We'll be back, and then come up with what works for that. Not, hey, like, like you know Sierra or whoever, whatever whoever it is is in his life. And go, you just Russell, you just need to be out more. You need to be out there more. Like she, he said like one funny thing to her one time, and she's like, oh my god, you should totally do that unlimited thing on on Instagram so everybody can see it. It's like no, no, that was only funny to you because you're sleeping with that man. Like that's, you know how limited he is. Like it, it's it wasn't funny to the rest of us. And then the whole like. And to be honest with you, the Broncos' nation left ride, that was a good line if you still could play football.
1: That whole filming of that is an awkward thing, and you've watched those happen with players for the right. Empire. They probably never should have let that get out. It's it's an awkward city. But he is just, the whole thing, the brand of Russell Wilson. Oh, God, I hate that term. I just want to puke everything right. here. I don't know if he's ever going to come back. And by come back, I mean kind of what you were hitting at well, here. He doesn't a bit. know he like, is. No, that's exactly it. I, I cannot, for the life of me, f- like figure out how in 2024, 2023, like, oh, Russell Wilson's not going to do whatever that is. Like, yell runner pass from the sidelines or do the weird subway commercial. Whatever it is, I don't see this turning off. He's probably in the head no. thinking like, hey, people are talking about us. People right. have brand awareness. People know who we are. This is working. Whatever the reaction is, this is working for us.
0: And let's be real. If they're winning... It's a whole different kind of mocking. Like it's it's like, uh, you're you're good. All right, we'll let it go. But like the um the Broncos Nation Let's Ride thing, don't he doesn't have a choice on that, by the way. That's that's like that's the day when they're like looking for things to put on the jumbo screen and all that other stuff inside the stadium, and you're they're you're mandated to go do that. So like you said, that one doesn't even bother me because that's like because you gotta think about it. If you were a Broncos fan. First of all, God bless you. I'm sorry. You've already trudged through four feet of goose shit to get in a mile high. Now, somehow, some way for a change, like it's late in the game and you're in it. And then all of a sudden there's Russell Wilson on the jumbo. Broncos nation, let's ride. And everybody, ah! they all go, all their cores light frigging flies everywhere that they're that they're drinking and pretending they're getting drunk off of it. And like just it's all like a thing. But he has to do that one. So I'll, I'll leave that one alone. Mr. Unlimited, the high knees on the freaking plane. The high knees on the plane is bad for a couple of reasons. It's bad because it's stupid. And if you happen to hit me when I was trying to sleep on, a, on, on an overseas flight, I might kill you regardless of what team you played for. <laughs> but that high knees means somebody on his team hates him enough
1: that that got out. Somebody, oh somebody? no, 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 he, no, 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 Levesque, The rumor is he went to the media right after he got off the plane and told him. Oh, okay, that's that's the report. Okay, he actually I thought, told the media, I thought it
0: leaked. Okay, so I was, I thought it was one of those where they asked him, like, were you doing like a workout on the plane because somebody tipped him off? No, okay, so even worse, he hates himself so much that
1: he went to the media with that. Like, yes, that's the yes. problem
0: because that's nobody... how the
1: flight go how the flight go and he said it to him uh-huh. hour of film four hours of treatment an hour of <laughs> like it is like we've never seen before i know exactly why you felt that way because in the media instinct is right. there's no way he's dumb enough to actually have lack of awareness to tell people he just did that No, he did
0: oh it's so funny like whoever wrote kyler murray's contract is now trying to write one for russell wilson said will you play some fucking video games will you chill out just calm down do
1: anything else but what yeah. you're doing right now. You're,
0: you're so tight right now. Coal up your butthole will turn to a diamond in like a week. like what are you, Calm down. Take there's a breath.
1: Another, there's another reason I brought this up to just besides the weirdness and how he's been dominating the headlines. The New York Jets are a contender right now. Oh, yeah. The New York Giants are a contender right now. Oh yeah. two, I would say in 2023. New York is the football state of America. For sure. I, I would say at this point, midway through the season, both. Rosters are as good as they're doing right now, likely gonna be better next year, just because of age and veterans and what he's I don't know what's gonna go on in Denver with Russell Wilson. Shannon Sharp got on Fox this week and screaming a mutiny's on the way. That whole oh, roster is gonna turn that? on him if it's not already doing it. Is he runaway status for both New York teams? I know he have been rumored for the Giants for years, but at oh. this point, do you even think about it if you're the Jets or the Giants?
0: So the the Jets, you're seeing Zach Wilson get. A little bit better every week. This is a big week for Zach Zach Wilson because he's going up against Darth Hoodie. If he has a good game, and I'm not even saying great, if he goes out there with 225 yards, a touchdown, whether he runs it in or or throws it in, and one or less turnover, and the Jets win the game, he's gonna get carried around the streets of of friggin' you know New York City on people's shoulders. Like Cougars are gonna come out of nowhere and just carry that boy around everywhere. <laughs> so so like right now, you don't move him. And you're going to hate this more than anybody because of your, your overall hatred of Dan Jones. Daniel Jones fits as Brian Dable's offense. He fits it. He fits it better than Russell Wilson does. And guess what? Cheaper and younger and easier to get rid of if I need to. So, like, I I no. No, honestly, there's no team right now with the contract and what you'd have to give up that can take – Russell Wilson that bet is made and it's going to stay a mile
1: high 200 plus million dollars guaranteed they thought Denver who has been an aggressive franchise in the past bringing in Peyton Manning Peyton Manning thing worked out the end of it wasn't great but they got a Super Bowl out of it yeah he's stuck in Denver and for the New York teams they have young talent you mentioned Daniel Jones he played really well last week for what he has to do maybe that's that's it like you mentioned the day ball offense He's taking off on these QB sweeps and everything else. Hey, he's getting yeah. the first downs, whatever it takes, man. Doesn't right. have to be a fantasy football star to win you games. And Zach Wilson, that's exactly it. The Jets are in a spot right now. They've got a huge game coming up. We're going to talk about a little bit later on. This is a what can you do for our future, Zach Wilson? Here's your moment, man. I don't think it's hyperbole. Nettie starts to say this is the biggest moment in his Jet career this Sunday.
0: You know, the 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 sad truth of it is is Denver screwed up twice. So Denver hired Buddy Hackett as their coach because they thought he would bring Aaron Rodgers with him. When that didn't happen, they doubled down and they get themselves Russell Wilson, who is – and, like, that's one of those ones where, like, like Pete Carroll and the Seahawks at front office, they're sitting at the poker table and they're like, we have nothing. Like, we have two, seven offsuit and we're waiting to see everything. And somebody just goes, take it. I'll take it all. Like, let's go. And like you, you here's – take the pot. And they're like, wait you you want to give us something for Russell? There's nothing left in Russell. Like Russell's got to like we were thinking about how we could how we could weather the storm of starting Geno Smith over him already, and they took him, and now now you're stuck with him. So I think your only hope in in Denver is probably going to be to fire Hackett and bring in a coach who knows how to coach Russell Wilson or an offense that won't rely on Russell Wilson as much. And Russell Wilson will listen to them when he say, hand the ball off and shut your freaking mouth.
1: Do what you got to do. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, Russell Wilson. You're yeah. in Denver you're, and everybody else stops the bullet. Yeah.
0: You're Mr. Limited right now. So I need you to play buddy.
1: Yeah. And Seattle continues to win in that pick They got gets higher and higher. Those picks look more and more valuable every single day for that franchise. Uh, the world series is going on. It is. It's happening. Yeah yeah baseball is still Oh, i know it's happening because i get updates on the cheating all the time game one that's so cheating uh, look everyone's on some tr- trash baseball ratings and how they can do, like that's just a, a easy storyline it is not great when it was on a friday night and the final out happened at twelve thirty on a friday i kind of think back and wonder did you really have to do the november thing maybe in the middle of the week whatever but it was a fun game one awesome comeback by philadelphia scoring six six runs coming back and making it happen I found myself, and now I'm trying to wonder back earlier in this week about how we had evaluated this World Series because so much already seems to change that for two games. I find myself rooting for Philadelphia more in the series than I thought, and maybe that's just because Houston's getting out to these huge leads, and I want these to be competitive games. But the first two games of the series, when a team gets up 5-0 that quick, how many people are tuning the channel off and saying, "Up, oh, it's 5-0, I'm going to go watch football i'm gonna anything go watch something
0: else, else. Exactly. anything else. um I mean, probably a lot especially like right now like you said Friday night so halloween's coming up people are watching scary movies um you know football is is really good at this exact second in time so it's like one of those there's there's options and it's just not it's not it's not a matchup that a lot of people are going to care about like people are sick of houston i mean you you know people are sick of houston like look how many different posts you saw about you know, uh, Mulder, the barrel of his bat, um, The every time a pitcher rubs his wrist and then rubs the ball, everything. People are sick of Houston. They don't like Houston. They think they're cheaters and they're right, you know, and it's it's just annoying. And the Phillies are entertaining. They're young. They're brash. Like, it sucks that more people aren't paying attention because I think you'd see a lot of people start rooting for this Phillies team as long as they're not playing your favorite team.
1: Bryce Harper and what his legacy can mean if he gets this World Series and what it means overall for being the most hyped prospect. Him and Strasburg back-to-back. And Strasburg does have that World Series, and it feels like he's fallen off the face of the earth since he won that World yes. Series. Yeah. Shout-out to Scott Boris for getting him paid twice. Legit. All right, let's get one more contract after you won the World Series MVP, and then we'll never hear from you again. <laughs> Legit. Just get your money. Goodbye forever. Yeah, Philadelphia's found that way, and those fans, some people are probably rooting for them to get climbing up on those greased poles and the life of a Philadelphia sports fan, what could be for Philly and everything else. It seems like, too, and just the vibe from the franchises, that this could be Houston's last run. There are reports coming out from The Athletic, and I cannot believe this is a true report. I did not think I got catfished by Barstool's PFT, who's now faking athletic reports, which is hysterical. (laughs) that jim crane the owner of the astros just flat out doesn't like the new gm so he just wants to get rid of him because he doesn't like him he's like no matter what the results is we're gonna he got you to the world series man i don't know if this is one of these like 98 bulls last dance like why aren't people giving me the owner more credit for the success like it feels like that in houston if they lose this gm and dave dombrowski and philly's got another team to the world series and that's on you houston it feels like the last dance last ride for houston and Mets fan and Braves fan and everybody else in the NL is like, Yo, Philly's been good. Philly, Philly did what they needed to to be in this spot. I hope it goes deep. That's all I want for the World Series now for two games. Can we just keep it close? Can we get like a two-one into the fifth? Can we get like a three-two into the sixth? Rather than seeing a five-nothing and zooming out and checking your phones to see if another team's coming back.
0: No, I, I think actually I still think the Phillies win this thing. I I, I do. I just think they're I think they can. And I think they will. So. I, it's it's worth keeping an eye on i just don't i'm just not going to because the astros are just terrible just awful human beings cheaters rumors of you know using ben balls that that vibrate on command to get pitches now you know that's
1: not that's the that rumors you, that, not out
0: there the rumors not out there it's not out there are
1: you there. talking about the stuff in their butts
0: again yeah the vibrating butt, butt plugs yeah oh it's a fastball um yeah it is no, so uh, uh, it's just not—it's not that sexy of a matchup. It's really not, and, and I think everybody was ready to root against the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like it was like as a Yankee fan, we were ready for your hate. We were excited about it. Fell apart. Now we're getting it. Like my favorite is—I still got—I still got Red Sox fan acting like they made it to the World Series because the Yankees didn't.
1: It's like you're just lame. You're just lame. Hell, Red Sox but, fan, just just go yeah. off social media for a few weeks. I tried telling you that earlier. Just this isn't your battle. This this, right. this this is not your guy's
0: thing right now. Benny Wednesday comes in the office. At least we didn't get swept by the Astros last year. I'm like such a Red Sox fan to wax poetic about getting beat. Oh, uh, we got beat better than you got beat. It's a loss. It sucks. You shouldn't feel good about it.
1: I was in the line for tickets and people started a yet. Let's go Astros chant randomly. They're like, let's go Yankees. And like, you guys got swept. And it's like, what are we, what are you guys doing right now? What <laughs> right, are we doing? Exactly. Just get the pillows out for the pillow fight. That's happening in line. Right. You guys are oh, in this yeah. right now. Um,
0: the Jags just took a seventeen to fourteen lead across the pond. Your boy Shad Khan running around like a crazy person, all excited up there with his his evil genius mustache. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to tell you though, my um before the bef- I'm one and one right now for my my preseason fantasy football breakout stars. It looked good for Rashad Bateman. That's fallen off a little bit with injuries, but Travis Etienne. My dude, he's getting busy. He he should be allowed to to be rookie of the year. I'm just gonna put it out there. He should be. He should have at least a say in it.
1: Yeah, they should. If this was the NBA, that would work that way. Like Joel, and too, indeed, yeah. yeah and baseball in the same way. I think Blake Griffin was in that same mix. Etn. It sounds very simple. They actually give him the football now. They actually yeah. let him actually, you know, a first round running back's getting touches. And I know he got hurt. And even the Urban Meyer pick when it happened when he was in training camp, they're like. We can't wait to play him at wide receiver. Like, no, no, herb. this is the NF. What are we doing out here, Herb? Like, no, just let him do his thing. And Jacksonville, you said that in the preseason, starting to look more and more like the top team in the AFC South. I like how my fantasy football breakout has a broken leg right now, and he's out for the season. Rashad Penny. Uh, Uh, At the end of the day,
0: 24 carries, 157 yards, touchdown. He's averaging 6.5 yards a carry. Woo. And he also has three catches for 6 yards. Just
1: to pepper those in. You know what? Uh, why is that not the most imp- seriously, like Denver's defense, you could put them in some category yeah. in, in no ranking just off the top of my head here. Dallas Denver's got to be in there even though the record doesn't reflect it. Uh, Buffalo's defense is pretty good. I'm sure I'm missing a really good defense right now that's out there. But Denver, you could probably say five or six, top five or six defensively. That's one of the best performances by a running back this season, statistically, well, when you're doing then, that against a good defense.
0: Well, and couple it with your passing game is non-existent. 133 yards, touchdown, and an interception from all the T-Law. So, I mean, it's we know what you're going to do. there. I will say, as some of the games I've been able to see – they are really, it's they're they're very creative in their running game. It's not like just a you know student body left, student body right. It's you know it's it's the RPO. It's you know it's it's a sweep. It's a draw. It's a this. It's that. There's a couple different things they're doing to at least make the Denver defense think twice. You got to wonder if if the rumors of Chubb being on the train block are starting to wear on people over in Denver. I mean, it, it feels bad. Denver came in this year thinking they were going to have a shot. I told you they were the worst team in the AFC West. I was right. I was right a lot. Okay, let's just let's just the one thing I've been right about <laughs> is how right I am. That's right. Um it's it's a known thing. I'm very very smart. Just ask me. Um it's Denver's not good and it's a bad bad coach and it's a worn out quarterback. That defense is stellar. But even great defenses like I think back to what is it? it's the remember the Miami defense where it had junior Seau and it was like every single free agent under the sun ended up in Miami. And it was like it was just that was the kind of defense that if if you could just run the ball a little, just enough, you're gonna win a lot of 13, 10, you know, seven to six games. But that defense gets worn down because the if your offense can't do jack and they're just putting putting in hours on the field, they're
1: gonna they're gonna get blown out. Ben. Dolphin defense. I think it's the same year they had Junior Seau, Zach Thomas, and Channing Crowder. Yes, were they all in yep. the same linebacking yes. room? My
0: yep. God. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, that was it, and that was one of those ones where like I was betting the Dolphins most weeks because I just I was like, listen, there's the defense is so good. You you know if they can't score, they can't win. And then I was like, oh, but if you can't score either. uh <laughs>
1: Zach Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame. He should stop waiting. And Channing Crowder is one of the no, he is. He is the most underrated former athlete in media. He is fantastic, Channing Crowder. We would love, you know what, Levack? He should be somewhere on the list of top five former athletes. We'd like to get a beer with at Radio Row one day. Channing Crowder, awesome. You have to start going again. That's true. He's also a very freaky guy. Yeah. He's very. He's got some weird things he likes to do with his wife that he's very proud to talk about. Real? I don't want. I'll ask. Well, there's. Um... there's there's no segue into this. How about our friends over at Mohawk Honda? Mohawk Honda is helping you find the vehicle you're looking for. Hopefully chaining crowd. You know what? I'm just going to stay away from that joke. Uh, Mohawk Honda is helping you in November and December to find your ride. One more shout to Cam McKenna, helping out my mother-in-law out here in Syracuse, New York. She shopped across upstate New York everywhere to find the best vehicle, the best price that worked for her life. And sure enough, Mohawk Honda helped her find it. She is fired up. She's getting her vehicle next week. Shout out to Cam for doing that for her. And no matter where you're listening, from Syracuse to Utica to Watertown to Albany, Glenville, we hope that you take our advice and give Mohawk Honda a call. Find out about all the great things they're doing, whether it's on their social media pages, whether it's online or just making the road trip to Glenville, New York and finding the price that you're looking for. The supply chain. We're going to say it probably a few more times before 2022 ends that you can take advantage of a great price on a 2023 vehicle, and you can trade in your ride for a price you probably never could have imagined. That's what they're doing right now with Mohawk. Huh? We got to see a lot of our buddies last week. Actually, earlier this week, I should say. When does the week start, Sunday or Monday? Sundays that doesn't, doesn't matter. Sundays does start. Yeah, so we week. saw people like Greg Johnson. <laughs> <and Lindsay> Heriden, <laughs> I, can't I saw a lot of people. We saw him, and we're going to be back in November for more updates Aww. on our soon-to-be November and December live shows in Mohawk Honda. Check out our website, com to find out when we're going to be there. Mohawk Honda, get yourself a new ride, Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Cindy, Cindy Cindy Lou Martin, Jeff
0: You look so cute, guys. Aww. That's very she's nice, also, Cindy. She's also a Q's fan. She was at that game yesterday, too. So
1: She was. She went over-celebrated. She, she and also, she's she. You know what? She probably wait. wants me to sell my house. Wait, that's okay. Thank you, Cindy. I appreciate the compliment. Oh my God,
0: Gazi Bear, looking sharp. Look at you with your haircut, Corey and Greenwich.
1: This is People needed, like guys. It. I need they this, like Corey. It. Thank they you, like Cindy. It. Thank you, Corey. With my- I take
0: Cindy's opinion a lot more than I think Corey. I do. I do as well. I, 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 I just I, hear Corey's like, "You got a purred mouth, guys." Like that's how I heard that. Where Cindy was like, "You look head. good." Yeah. Let me
1: let me rub your head for luck. Had a real Scott Evil look going there from Austin Powers for a minute. There wasn't a lot going on on the top. The side was sticking out. Maybe I'll go with this look. My wife was a fan of it. I don't think she was giving me pity compliments. If she wants my hair like this for the rest of my life, then hopefully this will be as that's not you don't have many as option. hairs as it stays. You don't you don't have that
0: option. It's not. I mean, you could keep doing that haircut. Trust me, it doesn't you don't get more back. You All know right. what I mean? Like it's gonna keep going. Not about but wearing a no, t- it No, But us good. Yeah. Like, the I, worst I, thing is like I walked into this thinking it was gonna look terrible because you just did like a full like six-text diatribe about how much you freaking hated your hair to me and the Boston Dan. And I'm just sitting there going, Oh my god, poor guy! Like, just shave it, just take it down. Can you transplant it from your back and shoulders? I saw you I, earlier today without a shirt on. And if you could just transplant it from your back and shoulders, we could both get the hair we need. Like, I got a couple spots I could use a little touch up if we use. Your, you'll have enough for yours. You'll have enough left over for my touch-ups.
1: This is a compliment to Ryan over at Saving Face Barbershop. He definitely took more time on my neck hair than my actual head hair. So <laughs> I that heard he brought in off.
0: like a tribe of pygmies with machetes just to get your neck hair down. Just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said, put that on
0: Instagram. You want some likes. The before and after should be this back here. It's like he's has like a special clipper in the back. Like, it's, like three of them break on your neck hair. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Bring out Big Bertha! Oh, comes out, <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's just like, like the hairs are shooting off and getting stuck in the wall, like 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 if a like a blade of grass in a in a hurricane. And there's guys looking all purdy at the end. <laughs> Thank you, saving face, barber shot.
1: Is that why you hate Trevor Lawrence so much? Is because he has the the locks. I've never in my entire life looked at another guy's hair and thought, man, I'm jealous of his hair, until this week. Until never, this week. Denver just
0: took the lead. Came right back. Mr. Unlimited hit a 47-yard pass to Hamler, and then that piece of shit, Octavius Murray, just two-yard touchdown. Let's go!
1: <laughs> what, did you I, had to start, I had to start Latavius Murray in fantasy leagues in his wow. That's betrayal.
0: That's betrayal, dude. What? That's betrayal.
1: I've got Latavius. There's two Murray, things you're Pino doing right Benjamin now that started. are
0: we have we have real problems with our friendship. It's, 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 starting Latavius Murray after what he's done to me, and not blocking certain people on all social media platforms, it's, it's, we have serious. There's serious betrayal. Our friendship is
1: is in question. <laughs>
0: No, Think
1: don't do that serious betrayal i've never blocked anybody on social media i almost blocked this guy for you, you I because all he, he does was... is go to yours to talk shit about me here's the problem with him though because he, here's what's gonna happen with that guy he will not be mentioned i already know what's gonna happen next he is going to use that as a badge of honor. I to will what? not to, give to him that. The only the only people that the only time everybody notices he's speaking is when he speaks on
0: our platforms. I know so he can't w- do
1: it. He'll wilt. He'll go away. No, he will find other platforms to right. be like LeVac and Gaz are afraid of me. I got them both. I'm not so even what? giving it. I, I Nobody to care. Him to acknowledge him, and he got All me right. to acknowledge him on this. I can't. I'm going to push him down uh, the staircase. let's talk this out, of that loser.
0: Let's talk about I would him. literally put I would put hands
1: on him. If I, I know be, you would. If
0: he would sign up for a fight for charity, I'd beat the shit out of him. It would be awesome. As long as he I would go jump
1: to, in and break the rules and I would hop in with you.
0: No, you won't even freaking block him on social media. You're not going to put hands on I anybody, just told you, you why. I do not even pussy.
1: want him to have pussy. the bragging right. Of, oh, I got him both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's it. Yep. That's what it is. Pussy.
1: The NBA is getting weird now. The two biggest storylines from the NBA are not action on the court. It's Kyrie Irving promoting this bizarre book and Josh Primo from the Spurs.
0: Oh, oh see, at least I got a, I got one real what? friend. Cindy's a real friend. Whoever badmouths me has to deal with her as well. Yeah, at least Cindy's my friend, Gaz. That's why Cindy gets to sell my house. That's why you're going to be looking for a new, new friggin' co-host on your friggin' social media platforms. I'm going to block you. Don't no, don't block me. Although block ladies. you, yep. I'm gonna imagine
1: girl. like somewhere Ken shots like, can you believe this LeVac just blocked us? Like <laughs> Aaron Judge just unfollowed the Yankees. That means he's leaving.
0: Good yeah, but I don't God. think I read that Judge didn't even follow the Yankees. They never did. Right. No. Everybody saw him unfollowing I'm Like, how you can't unfollow something you never followed? Believe it or not, not everybody lives for social media, but you know, you are
1: you are a traitor. Yeah, that he takes on the Primo or Kyrie stories. And I'd just like to preface this by saying, we don't know what happened to Mekki Ubdoku yet. How do we have all these stories about every other? Can we, somebody, tell me what happened to the Celtics head basketball coach? All right, that rant's over now. But <laughs> any take on these two weird NBA stories out in the league?
0: Wait, so give me, so the one wasn't, who was it that was, uh, you know, waving his magic wand?
1: Rumors from the New York Post are saying that Primo, uh, the second year player for the Spurs, randomly got cut he was doing really well for a horrible san antonio team that's tanking this year when popovich preseason says we're not gonna don't bet on this to win the championship which <laughs> Pop. sparks some energy uh allegedly he was exposing himself to women now what does that mean does he was he sending them via text message was he being a creep and i don't know if there actually does matter if you're a creep you're a creep just don't do that man i i'm sure he probably I don't right know. well that's like, his story like, and
0: like if if you're if you're just flashing women, like yeah, you can't be a part of that. you can't be a part of this team. I'm sorry. Like like it's just that's just what are you trying to accomplish? Like, is he trying to pull the naked man from friends? Is that what it like 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 I, I guess I guess it's good that I'm not a very confident like when it comes to my physical appearance, because I don't know if I'd be smart enough to not do stupid shit like that.
1: Dude, you're in the NBA. Like, I get you're a teenager. I get you But you're that's the 20- thing is
0: he probably thinking he probably went and watched that Lakers show, and he's like, oh, they had a room where they slept with people in between, like you know, the half and everything. He's probably, thinking, I'm in the NBA now, woohoo! And then, like, it's no, it's not how it works, buddy.
1: Put it away. <laughs> there are some guys who probably wonder, and this is bizarre because there are seriously some athletes who might be a little bit like socially awkward who don't have game with women. And wasn't it Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan? Somebody had the famous line of. You know what your game is? I play for the Yankees. I yeah. I'm a professional athlete. Yeah. I'm in the end. That's your game, man. You don't have to like be a smooth talker anymore. Hey, I play for the Spurs. Well, hey, do they, you want to see what I'm packing? No, right. dude, just say you play for the Spurs. You don't have to go much further than that. Remember the guy who does the prank
0: every NBA draft? He goes out to a bar with like an NBA draft hat on. Yes, and, and he gets women. Like he just like so. If this guy who obviously no one knows who he is, he's tall. He puts on a, on a friggin' Lakers hat is getting play there it is all you've got to be is you yay look at what you got you don't have to you know mr winky doesn't have to make guest appearances uh, all oh the time.
1: right all right so that guy's a creep i'm sure the league's gonna investigate him and what's going on if again allegedly i should put allegedly reported maybe the different stories i know some other stuff could come out there the Kyrie thing Uh, The owner of the Brooklyn Nets came out and said that Kyrie is basically uh, maybe not the best summary, but for a quicker audience here, Kanye West is getting canceled right now because he's been an idiot and saying awful things about Jewish people. He's been saying dumb things about uh, massive groups of people, whether it be white people, black people, Jewish, just trying to get reactions out of people. And And he's like, he's resharing like Alex Jones stuff. Right. They get pissed off when people ask him about it. Kyrie has promoted a book that some writers and researchers have said is promoting a lot of the things that Kanye is promoting right now. I, not knowing Kyrie, not having these discussions, it feels to me that what's happened, whether it be uh, political votes, whether it be proposals, whether it be people on social media, it feels at times that athletes maybe get the spark notes versions of things they want to promote. That felt like Kyrie on this one. Like Kyrie thought, hey, there's things in this book I agree with. Right. But not 100%. The other writers found like, Kyrie, what are you doing, man? I I cannot stand Kyrie. I think we've covered this a thousand times. I kind of am taking his side on this one just because it feels like people were digging on Kyrie. Unless he believes this stuff. Because then he's an idiot. Because then you can't go out there and promote that stuff. But I feel like Kyrie might have just kind of got the spark notes version on this one. Because of all the backlash he's faced the last three years of other takes he's had that have been controversial if he's got a controversial take he can actually speak to it maybe not educated wise maybe depending on who you ask but this one feels like he might get suspended by the owner because the owner is so upset about what he's doing on social media
0: but this is uh, this is such a slippery slope like again i i haven't even i don't even i haven't even seen what he is saying but there is like it's kind of like why are we even listening to it like, it's Kyrie Irving. Like, we used to, all right, so Colin Taylor, CT from, from the Empire back in uh, 18 and 19. Love that guy. He loved conspiracy theories. Loves them. Earth is flat. The the There's a secret base underneath the Denver airport. All those things. So we used to play a game called CT or BS. So, you'd say CT if he believed it, BS if he didn't believe it. I love the conspiracy theories. I love them. It's fun to hear. them. It's fun to talk to. It's more fun to talk to somebody who believes in them because they're going to try and convince you they're right. And you might be able to find something in it that makes you like go, all right, cool. That's interesting. It's a mental exercise. But CT is an educated man. I would have those conversations with him. Kyrie Irving loves conspiracy theories because Kyrie Irving thinks he's smarter than you are. He thinks he knows things you'll never know. The best thing you can do to prove him wrong is not listen to anything Kyrie Irving says. Kyrie Irving has contributed two great things to the world. His ability to play basketball and that old man character he does in the Pepsi commercials. <laughs> Uncle That's Drew. it. Uncle Drew. After, Uncle Drew. After that, there is absolutely no reason to listen to Kyrie Irving. Like, the, the the old saying that I love so much, never argue with a fool. Passerby's may not be able to tell who's who. Like, you just... Stop stop looking at these guys for that information. It's social media. Like, there's probably somebody in your office, your home, your your circles that has posted similar stuff to Kyrie and you've gone, Yeah, but Steve's just an idiot. And it's not Steve doesn't mean it. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And you just let it go. But because it's Kyrie Irving, because he can dribble a basketball and jump real high, we're like, this is a betrayal to the American way. Like, no, just just ignore him. Ignore him. He's going to go away eventually. Like, old man time is undefeated. He's not going to be playing basketball forever. Ignore him. He'll go away.
1: I don't know what Kyrie is going to do during his career if he's going to retire early and try to be a politician, try to be, I don't know, a public speaker. I have no idea what the desires of Kyrie's future are. I can confidently say that in 2022 and 2023, an athlete can have an impact And we're finding this out both positively and negatively more so than any athletes ever in the history of sports, because of how quickly you can get information, how much quicker that information can travel. If that's the way Kyrie wants to use his platform. uh, I don't agree with it, but I hope at one point he realizes that, Hey, maybe what I'm saying, is not right? Like it's just racist, prejudiced, whatever it might be. But if I just kind of tilt this a little bit, if I kind of, Educate myself more, man. What an impact I could have for well, good. It's, it's, for good. It's maybe it is heady, th- but maybe his heady he thinks he's doing good. You know, like back when we had the COVID stuff going on and the George Floyd stuff was going on, everything else was going on. Kyrie wanted to shut it all down. Kyrie wanted to be like, "We're done. Like we're not doing any of this stuff." And maybe history is going to tell us how, if at all, we're going to judge Kyrie Irving. But in the moment, how am I going to judge Kyrie Irving? Um, often. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just he he is what he is. It, it's it, He's 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 smarter than you, just ask him. That's all there is to it. We got to do our picks, man. Because thank you. That. Let's do
1: our picks. Let's do our picks. Let's roll. I'm done with Kyrie Irving. Talk to you last week, you we eight and five, <laughs> <laughs> eight and five for Levac, uh, eight and five for Levac, six and seven for me. Combined were our locks, we were two and six.
0: Yeah, I, I, and the worst part is, like, I there was a point where if you turned off every game, like, I think, like, the third quarter or even early in the fourth, I would have won a lot more of them. Sadly, they'd still play full games. And, by the way, the Broncos came back and beat. That is over across the pond. It, it is a, it is a W for a Broncos Nation. They rode to a 21-17 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Look at Russell Wilson, Tay Murray, and company pulling off. All right, let's go quickly into these. The Lions... Our four-point dogs at home against the Miami Dolphins over under 52 in that game?
0: Uh, I like the Lions. I think that the Dolphins are a flawed team, and now we can kind of see it. I think the Lions will score a ton of points, but um, I'm I'm flirting with the lock on the over on this one. I definitely I like the over more than I like the side. I think there's going to be a bunch of points scored in
1: this game. That three-and-a-half is what it was for most of the day, now up to four. You want to talk about a line that just, oh, my god. I do it every week with the Lions, but this one's the most, the most of all season long. They are begging you. I want to. Nope. Not doing it. Bang.
0: Because you, you're you're telling me bang, you're telling me that they're even teams. Three and yeah. a half at home. They're even teams. How are they even teams?
1: They're not. Miami's yeah. better. I'm taking the Dolphins. Battle between Pennsylvania and this one. 11 and a half point favorites at home. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers over under 43 in this game. Also, by the way, one other heads up lions pride you by DraftKings. don't forget to use promo code 518 the thing about this game is i think i think
0: pittsburgh is coached well enough and has enough enough talent to make this look like it's going to be a fight until about six minutes into the third quarter and then philadelphia is just going to run over them it's going to be bad it's going to get ugly philly covers the number
1: I'm with you two for two on this one. Philadelphia continues to roll. Pittsburgh has danced between covering and not covering, especially some fourth quarters. I see you, Tampa. I see you last week, Miami. Pittsburgh has covered a few times. It'd be nice if they actually want some games. This is not a game they will win. This is also not a game they will cover. Give me the Eagles in this matchup. The Bears taking on the Cowboys. Cowboys, another double-digit game here. Back-to-back double-digit games. Cowboys, 10-point favorites at home. Over under 42-and-a-half. Dallas wins this game.
0: Micah Parsons healthy enough to negate Fields. It's the only thing that the Bears have going for them more is that Fields is a dual-threat quarterback, uh, way more of a running quarterback. But uh, with Micah Parsons, he can, he'll can he track you down. He'll beat you even if he is banged up. And you're, you're shipping off players at this point. It, it, it rings on the wall for the Bears. I'll lay the big number with the, with the
1: boys. I feel more confident... No, I know. I was going to say I felt more confident in the under in this game, but if it was 41 and a half, I'd feel better. 42 and a half makes me think a little bit more. <laughs> Dallas's defense has a chance in this game to prove that they're the best defense in the NFL because Justin Fields played really well against New England. If it wasn't for that batted pass in the second, uh, yeah, second quarter, he would have had the best game of his career. Statistically. He played really well against New England. Both you and I thought that was going to be a dominating performance by Belichick and my guy, Matty P Matt Patricia didn't end up being the case and Joe judge too on that stuff. Uh, I don't like 10, but Dallas is I'm taking it. I'm taking another double digit team. Give me Dallas. Defense is good enough, and Dak Prescott is back and healthy. Dallas looked really good last week. I will take the Cowboys in that matchup too. Are we three for three so far in our picks? I ended up going with Detroit. So I you think we did we're, take Detroit. Okay. But I want the
0: over more than the side. So
1: Gotcha. All right. Uh Arizona takes on Minnesota in this game. The Vikings are a four-point favorite at home. Over-under is 48 and a half.
0: This is uh this is one of those games there I I hate taking the Cardinals, but I think when you put D Hop together with over a field goal, I, I think Minnesota wins, but they win by three. So I will take the cards and the points.
1: I'm struggling with figuring out Arizona still. I thought at one point Arizona was gonna break out two weeks ago when they had a pretty good performance. The tough part with Arizona, even though Hopkins, as you mentioned, is back. and played well in his return. That running back with... Can Eno Benjamin really be an impact? People like me in fantasy football are just struggling to find any... Can he really be the guy? Minnesota, if it wasn't for Philadelphia being still undefeated, wouldn't we have them as the best team in the NFC? Here's an opportunity for the Vikings to prove that they're the best team in the NFC. Oh, man, I don't like that number, though. It's the second <laughs> time in a row I don't like a number. I will take... The Vikings with skull going crazy. I will take Minnesota. I'm thinking a lot of home teams this week. I'm noticing I will yeah. take the Vikings at home in this match. The Raiders tanking on the saints one and a half. The saints are a point and a half dog at home over under 48 and a half. Love the
0: Raiders here. Uh, give me the Raiders. Make it a lock. Uh, Devontae Adams is healthy. He's going to play, but the real story is the emergence of Josh Jacobs, his ability to run the ball. Uh, Raiders have the second best point differential, I believe. Like, they're up there. They're a good team. They know these are the kind of games they have to start winning. Dennis Allen's going to try and rally that team against his former team. No one's going to care. It's not going to make a difference. Saints are too banged up. They're just not good enough. Raiders, lock it up.
1: I changed my pick on this game because earlier in the week there were reports that Jameis Winston could potentially go. Jameis Winston's fantasy numbers were really high. He was one of the most claimed Players until he was not playing and ruled out in this game. <laughs> if james Winston was playing this game, I was going to take the Saints. He is not playing. I will take your Raiders to win this game. By the way, Michael Thomas, another hurt hamstring. My God, will you just play? Will you just get on the field, Michael? I will take the Raiders in this game. <laughs> he can't, can't hear you. He can't I hear you and he can't can. hurt you. Five weeks in a row. Panthers Falcons, NFC South Battle LeVec, the winner of this game between Panthers and Falcons. Will be the first place team in the NFC South. Over under forty one and a half in this game. Falcons a four point favorite at home.
0: I'm laying the four points and I'm locking it up. The Falcons are six and a one against the spread. The Panthers are one and five against the spread. Give me the Falcons. This is the kind of game that you even with you know the injuries and everything else you prove your system works by beating up on lesser teams. Fly Falcons, fly. That's right. Eagles stole your thing for them. Live with it.
1: I will take the Falcons too, but my lock is another way on this game. That over-under is 41 and a half. I love the over in this game. This is my favorite play of the week, the over in Falcons-Panthers. Marcus Mariota, here's your moment. I'm starting Marcus Mariota over Aaron Rodgers in fantasy this week. That's how confident I feel Ooh, about Marcus Mariota playing I well like that. this week.
0: I like that kind of body.
1: And when you look at the rosters here, right? Like the Falcons don't have their best running back in Cordero Patterson. The Panthers don't have Christian McCaffrey. So everybody who's following these teams think, wait, they don't have two running backs. Kyle Pitts and Drake London haven't performed. DJ Moore is on, uh, what was it? Watch, where is he? Is he on the milk carton? All these offensive weapons haven't shown (laughs) up.
0: You see DJ?
1: This is where they show up with the division lead on the line. Give me the over. Love the over in this one. I think Marcus Mariota has his best game in a long time, ripping up Carolina's defense. He's the headline talked about athlete after week eight. Love that matchup. By the way, I just want to note this real quick. This is what happened just live. That game has now shifted to four and a half. Does that change anything for you while we were talking to just moved to four and a half? Does that still change anything for you?
0: No, it's still spread. I, I believe, I believe okay. in the Falcons. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I think, I think they're on to something. They're going to be, maybe not. It, it won't be this year, probably towards the end of this year. You'll see them win some games that you didn't think they were going to win. And you're going to be like, huh? And next year, they're going to be like a lot of people's sweethearts to like take down your
1: stupid division and all that fun stuff. We move into the four o'clock window. We recap the New York teams at the end. We'll save them for the M Titans, Texans Texans, a one point dog at home over under 39 and a half in this game. Ryan Tannehill has been ruled out. He will not be the quarterback. The rookie from Liberty, Malik Willis, will get the start. What you
0: talking about, Willis? I almost locked this one up. I think Willis, here's here's the thing. I think Willis is going to be really good. I really do. And more importantly, I think Vrabel will coach the kind of game he wants. Bang the ball. Solid defense, very Patriots-esque, and he's not going to ask too much from Willis, but you're going to see Willis run that football a little bit, some big plays. Give me Tennessee. I like this game a lot, too. I like it a lot.
1: Derrick Henry. Go look at his stats career-wise against the Texans. They are ridiculous. They are any opponent in Derrick Henry's career that he's had the most success against per game. It is the Houston Texans. This should feel like a game where you pound the rock, make it easy for the rookie, all that stuff that you hinted at a little bit there. However, this is one of my stats that I found this week. I believe I shared this with you in Boston Day too in our group text, and it goes against everything I just said for the, pal- uh, the <laughs> Panthers and Falcons game. So far this season in divisional games, the under has hit 76% of the time. Ooh. 76 is an unreal number when we're talking about wagering. Lock in the under. 39 and a half in this game for Good. Texans, like Titans, lock that in. I will take, because of the past history of Henry's success, I will take the Titans in this game because who the hell is going to stop him? Do not let Willis throw more than 20 passes. If he throws more than 20, Houston wins. Keep it under 20. You win the game.
0: Three straight weeks, I've taken the Titans. I don't think I took them three times last season.
1: Aren't you 2-0 and oh doing it too?
0: Uh, I, uh, Yeah, I think so. I think so.
1: Niners, a
0: lock. yeah,
1: Niners, Rams, Rams, a one point donk at home, over under 42 in this one.
0: I'd feel so much better if Debo Samuels was in this game. Um, Niners own the Rams, and this is a week of, of Shanahan playing with his new toy, run CMC Christian McCaffrey. I like the Niners a lot here. Again, I'd like him even more if Debo Samuel was healthy, but I like him enough. I'm gonna lock up the Niners. That's another one of my locks. I'm locking the Niners in this one.
1: I'm done with you, San Francisco. You hear me? Oh, you hear me? I love you. sleepless week- in San Francisco. I, not I love them to get pounded week one against Chicago. I thought wow. it was so smart two months ago picking against them, and sure enough, might be my best bet of the season. And then last week, here I go. I got Kansas City missing the playoffs. I got the Niners with a one-point game. All <laughs> they got to do is show up, and they get pounded. They look like trash. And you know what, San Fran? The only way I can get back to you is by doing this for the last 30 seconds and taking the Rams. I will take the Rams in this game just because the Niners, I thought you were supposed to be better with McCaffrey and Garoppolo. You haven't shown it yet. How dare you? you you've you insulted me, and I will take the Rams. I'm going to text you every time uh, McCaffrey scores today. I did also acquire McCaffrey in the Godzilla fantasy. Oh, did you? Taylor. We did a straight-up trade, Jonathan Taylor for Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's a, a Colts fan.
0: Uh, wow. What do, what do you think a man's more good?
1: Yeah, and guess what? We move right into his Colts right now. The Colts are a three-point favorite at home against the Washington Commanders. Taylor Heineke again scheduled to start. It's an another over under at 39 and a half. again. Games in Indy, they're a three-point favorite at home. Uh Commanders are that
0: kind of team where they're just stanky. Just stinky, stanky net I'm shocked that you're not seeing more players demand to be traded out of there. Um, I just they just can't get it done. Colts are good enough. Uh, I, the quarterback situation is, is, is crap, but it's been crap. So
1: I don't think that's going to be a problem. Give me the Colts. I don't know if this stat has anything to do with the game today. If anything, I don't know who found it. Good for you. You deserve credit. Someone cite him on Twitter. This stat is that the, in the history of the Indianapolis Colts franchise in a quarterback that starts their first game, that quarterback is one in 15 Who the hell found that stat? That a quarterback starting for the Colts for the first time is 1-15 in in their career first start. I don't know who found it. I don't know what you're trying to do with the stat. I don't trust you if you did that much research. So I will take the Colts as well. Jonathan Taylor gets the football. Sam Ellinger is good enough. I will take him. I believe he's a Texas guy. He's the one who invented is Texas back in that bowl game. So for that, I will take you in this game.
0: I think 69% of all stats are made up.
1: And this is an example of it. We got to jump to Monday night football here. It's the Bengals and the Browns. The Browns, three points under dongs at home over under 45 in this AFC North battle. Again, Browns, three-point dog at home on Monday night over under 45.
0: This is weird for me because I feel like the Browns win this game outright. I really, really do. But the Bengals have shown us that when they, when they put it together, they can look a lot like that Super Bowl team from last year. I'm going to take the Browns. Low confidence, though. Low confidence
1: with the Browns. Why are we not mentioning that it's a three-point game with the Bengals? We didn't lead with that one this time. <laughs> Here we are, Bengals three-point All right, game. Right, right. Uh, divisional dog at home. You know, that's my wheelhouse, baby. Yeah. I know Cincinnati's better than Cleveland. I know Jamar Chase is now out for about a month, even though they're refusing to put him on the IR because, legit, the doctors have said, well, in some way, shape, or form, he's built different. So because of the bizarreness in Cincinnati, I also like Cleveland because of those reasons. Divisional donk at home and Cincinnati is in a three-point game, and we never trust the Bengals in a three-point game.
0: It's a, I'm laughing because you're a, you're, your fellow statesman, Matt Woods, in the Empire office made a big trade to get Jamar Chase, his wide receiver core this week, Jamar Chase, Alan Lazard, Debo Samuel. They all have something <laughs> in common. None of them going to play. <laughs> it's incredible i was like dude I've, I've had some bad luck in fantasy football but you're like yeah i got jamar chase now i'm gonna put them together with these two studs and oh none of them
1: oh none of them are playing oh okay
0: all right never mind i'm good all right i'm bad. good all right
1: uh let's go to the jets so bad the, the jets and the patriots the jets three point underdog at home over under 40 I, this
0: is a tough one man like i'm gonna take the jets i'm gonna take the points I think the Jets are the better team, realistically, top to bottom. I think they have more talent. They're younger. They're hungrier. They're playing better. Um, the quarterback situation is is comparable because it's Mac Jones. I just know that for some reason, and maybe the Jets try too hard to beat the Pats, whatever it is, I think this is a close game. I think this is a big game. Bob Sala's chance to exercise, those demons, win this thing late or whatever it takes, get that W against the Pats and kind of change the legacy. So exercise the demons on Halloween weekend. Big game, Bob. Get this W against Darth Hoodie.
1: As you like to point out to me when I use this phrase, I'm going to say this is the most important Jet game since the 2000s. 2000, that 2016 Week 17 game where they had the playoffs on the line and they got upset and missed the playoffs when Ryan Fitzpatrick was the you quarterback. You said this now, for
0: every game this year for the Jets. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I thought what
1: you were going to say is the most important game for the Jets is actually next week and the week after that, which is all true. Because every game gets more important for the Jets after this, but this is where it starts. God, New England looked terrible. Terrible on Monday night. Although Twitter would tell you Bailey Zappi became Tom Brady after two drives on the field. I'm not buying the hype with Zappi quite yet. I wanted to. I wanted to. I probably did. I tweeted. He's not playing? I don't think so. I thought it was Mac Jones. Why? Play (laughs) Zappi with one arm. Play with one leg. Good. If it's Mac Jones, even more better. I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets for a money line. Come on. JTS. Come on. This New York. Woo! This is your moment. Welcome to the flood crew. Get it. Put New England in dead last in the AFC East. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Make it happen. The great. Giants take on the Seahawks in this one. The Seahawks and the Giants. 425 window on this one. So be aware there. Seahawks, three-point favorites at home. Over under 44 and a half in this matchup.
0: Who you know, I, I, I gotta take the Seahawks. I don't want to, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I gotta take the Seahawks here. I just, I think that they're a little farther along in the, uh, you know, the match racing process as far as like, you know, Pete Carroll's system is in place and, and everything like that. I just, I hate doing it. Giants again, I feel like giants, are, all of a sudden I feel like giants are more talented than they are, but I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta go with the, I got to go with the other with the seahawks i just i can't is the giants gonna have seven wins already like is that is that is that possible Uh, okay i'll take the seahawks i don't like it but i'll take
1: it i gave you this theory this time last week during the show i said if you blow my lock of the week i will always pick against you Well, last week I picked against the Jets. I picked against the Giants. Double locks. That didn't hit. Now I'm picking the Jets this week. And you're right. I'm picking the Giants too. I'm doing it. You're telling me the Giants defense can't slow down Geno Smith. You're telling me Brian Dayball's got something up his sleeve trading Kadarius Tony. There you go, Boston Dan. There you go, Lindsey. Old Gazi Bears finally giving Big Blue some credit. Seattle do you stink do you not stink do you need to shower do I need to shower these are all great questions I have to figure out (laughs) while I do that I will take the Giants though that defense is better than Seattle's offense that's the end result this is going to be a 745 special teams kicks needed by New York Graham Cadeau knocks them through give me big blue last but final one Buffalo Green Bay for the first time in God knows how long if ever Aaron Rodgers is a double-digit dog. The Bills, ten and a half point favorites at home, over under forty-seven against the Green Bay Packers. This is like one of the. It's so
0: it's so fitting that I got to pick this game the day before All Hallows Eve because that team has quit on Aaron Rodgers. That team does not like Aaron Rodgers. They do not have the talent they had before. The defense looks pretty good, but again, they can't can't stop you all day long when you're not doing anything on offense. And I'm just like, there's no reason to not just take Buffalo. They're a team, they're unified. Josh Allen is playing as, as well, if not better, than everyone. But I just get that horror movie vibe from Aaron Rodgers. Like, you think he's dead, you're about to walk out of the house. He springs up, Undertaker style, grabs your ankle, and then wins a game that he shouldn't win. So he scares me, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that in this in this horror movie, this particular horror movie, Josh Allen double tap, two to the head. it's over. You know, two to the head, movie's dead. That's what we need. I think I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to lay the big number. They're the better team. They should win by a million. Aaron Rodgers just scares the hell out of me. He's the Mike Myers of the freaking NFL.
1: The Lions and the 49ers have become the teams in 2022 I least like to wager on. Green Bay is about to enter that category if something happens in this one. Because... I still think back to that Packer-Patriot game earlier this year where national brands, I call it, people know who those teams are and follow them and know their players from California to New York. Knowing that Green Bay is playing so awful right now, everybody who has DraftKings as an app and maybe doesn't even follow the NFL as close as people like you and I or you watching the show do, everybody, the public money, as you like to say, right, it's got to be going on Buffalo. And the last time this happened, the Bills took on the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes was a underdog at home, but it cashed. That ticket cash for Buffalo. You and I both had that as a lock. I'm locking in Buffalo at 10 and a half. This could be my second time where I've been suckered in on a Packer bet because I got suckered in on that Patriot one. Another time you can confirm that I'm a sucker if I miss on this. But I'm locking in Buffalo at 10 and a half because they helped me cash before and they are so much better than Green Bay. At home, how the hell are the Packers going to even move the football? You mentioned the Lazard injury. I'm taking Buffalo. I feel confident. I like that boogeyman, Jason Voorhees, horror film, Aaron Rodgers. Have the credits rolled? If the credits
0: haven't rolled, he's not dead. If the credits haven't rolled, he's not dead. So I think if if the Bills win by two, three touchdowns, then the credits rolled. And uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers, stake through the heart. Done.
1: All right, here are my locks again. I have double prime time game locks. When have I done that before? Uh I got I talked myself into the Browns one today. This is like my Washington pick from last week, going through it, waiting to the last minute. I like the Browns as a lock on Monday night against Cincinnati. I like the Bills on Sunday night, 10 and a half against the Packers. And I like two over-unders. I like the under in Titans, Texans at 39 and a half. And the game I like the most this week is Falcons, Panthers over 41 and a half.
0: All right, uh, my locks over Detroit, Miami. I think that's just going to be a track meet of a game. Amon Ross, St. Brown is playing. He uh, he makes that offense very different for Detroit. The Raiders, I like the Raiders, man. I like them over Dennis Allen and his Saints, what's left of them. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think the Raiders show that they belong and they're a very good team. Maybe win this thing by 10 points or more. How about them Falcons? Give me the Falcons, a lock them in, and finally the Niners. The Niners own the Rams. If this was Toy Story, you would see Shanahan written on the bottom of McVay's foot. So I, I just think this is a, that's those are my locks, and that's where I'm rolling. I'm ready
1: for it. You and I are back on Tuesday. Tech East, we'll figure out where, yes. figure out all that happened, and then Sunday yes. we are back at the Hideaway. If you're looking to hang out for some Bloody Marys, good stuff. We are back at the Hideaway this upcoming
0: Um side. I'm, I'm going to put it out there right now, and I need this to get back to Tim and Chad and, and and Mac and everybody else. If you don't have the brunch version of the garbage plate that you broke out the first week we were at the Hideaway, I'm not coming. That thing was so <laughs> freaking in. good. I'm not going to be. I'm not. Uh, that thing was so friggin' good with the hash browns and the corned beef and the scrambled eggs. And the, and the biscuit gravy over the top, sausage gravy, that thing was so freaking good. And I've been people have asked me about it since. And I'm like, I, I want it again. If, you, if it's not
1: on the menu, I'm not coming. I'm not going to be there. I'm just not going to show up. I like to take it one step further. If it is not on the menu, if they have for whatever reason taken that off, can we selfishly, because it's got to be about us. Can we call it the Lavac and Goss? Can we can we get on the hideaways menu you, with that? I have never had anything named after me. I don't know if you have in your career. If there's good. any type of food I'd like, that is the one. That's the one right there. Because that is there's, the best. The there's the unofficial Lavaction sauce
0: hideaway. at Hooters. The yes, unofficial that's, that's an unofficial menu item that, like, if you ask for it, a lot of times they know what it is. But uh the only thing is, do we really want the first thing named after us to be a garbage plate? Do we want to take the place of
1: garbage? you know my answer to that that well, answer yeah. of course to me is yes
0: yeah, yeah. so all right well i'm I'm in for it no matter what i'm just again i want if it's not if it's not there i'm not i'm just not going so you can't make me that's all there is to it so there uh all right so do you have any advice <laughs> I, yeah i i have i have great advice put that freaking garbage plate brunch thing back on the menu if you ever want to see me again